You lovely, lovely people, welcome back to hey guys. another episode of the Talking Fit Podcast. Give it up, come on. Oh my gosh, my gosh. Oh, sorry, we'll go Oh my that. gosh. We'll go Wait, um, why is my mic so sensitive? Is it? Wait, is it too loud? Guys, it wouldn't be there. a Talking Fit episode without a whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, oh my gosh, Oops, without sorry. without some ear ape, it At wouldn't be beginning. a Talking Fit podcast episode. Um, Welcome back. Episode 40, like seven, I think. I don't Season know. Season two, Lost episode track. three. Lost track. Yeah, third of the year. Um, We're, we're a day late. Apologies. Lewis, That's just Lewis how we roll around these parts like sometimes. Right <laughs> what? You're talking like Bebo. How? But Australian. I'm not. Anyway. You talk like... You're talking like this. Like, this is how we roll. Yeah. Well, they know go. They know the rules. Big ups. They, they know, know the, rules. the rules. If you don't know the rules, get to know the rules. But welcome back, everyone, to another <laughs> week on the best podcast, fitness podcast. In the in world. In the Southern Hemisphere. That's what we're rolling with. Because, you know. Like in the world. Australia. Bro. No. When we think hemispheres, Australia is like. Reach. I love how w- when people say things like, oh, best in the Southern Hemisphere. Because it's like, well. What the fuck is really even in the Southern Hemisphere? Like, we've got the bottom half of Africa. You've got us, New Zealand. Asia. And then you've got South America. No, that's you don't have Asia. Asia. Oh, barely <laughs> any. You've got some of Indonesia and that's oh, it. Right. And then, yeah. Antarctica. Yeah. Oh, because all the people Zealand. that pop off there. Yeah. Um, but that's about Realistically, when you say best in South, uh, South, Southern Hemisphere, you're just saying best in Australia. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> um, Grace, how was your week? Let them know in 30 seconds. Go. My week was really good. We mm-hmm. hit a new low weight. Um, we're on track. We're ahead of schedule for the prep, which is so exciting. I'm loving my refeed meals, living for them. A lot more used to the routine now so i'm actually really enjoying the process i know i hated it once but i'm actually really enjoying it and i like being lean are you gonna drop the digits what digits you are what digits oh oh no you don't want to say how much you weigh well yeah time's up that's 30 seconds all right no i'm kidding finish finish finish, i think my new low weight was like 64.2. Jeez, listen, she's Which flexing. Which is new low weight for like a while. Like I've been lighter than that, but I wasn't necessarily That's like healthy. Dropping, so. dropping, dropping like your new low weight to me is like flexing like your net worth to someone. You know, how much you earn in a earn Why in the year, fuck you know? did you ask me flex. that then? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's Lewis, not, it's you not actually. Lewis. It's not actually. Anyway. How is your week? Oh, thank you for asking. My week. Was very average because... Uh, in 30, you only have 30 seconds. Uh, another week of placement. Pretty poo. Poo-poo. Poo-poo caca. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, oh, I started consistently. I've trained in the morning with this new split. Uh, and it has been a big dub so far. Morning training. I see what you 6 a.m. dogs are onto, you know. Round I see, I see what they're onto. All I can say is I told you so. Uh, but no, like, can I say this though? If I had it my way, it'd still be midday training. I told him but so. it'd be midday training because midday is superior. But, you know, I, most midday trainers are just unemployed scumbags like ourselves. But. Uh, speak for yourself. Well, we're, we're, they're mostly. I don't know about They clearly you, but don't I'm, have a nine I'm to five. Grinding. 
They clearly don't have a nine to five because obviously you'd be at work. But they probably work. They do like shift work or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or just full time influencers, I guess. Like like us. Lewis is having a <laughs> anyway. Deal. No, but I see what they're on about because there's there's so many more benefits to uh, like comparing morning training to like Arvo like that, like before nine. Opposed to after five, you know, like it's so much better. Like there's less, there's no one. There's literally no one. I was sitting there thinking I'm going to get in there and the crowd's going to be the same. No, there's literally not that many people. The people there are much more like just, um, I guess, you know, switched on because they're getting a session before like work. So they're on a schedule. So everyone's just there like to just get in and have a sesh, you know, not to have a fucking chin wag. Um, But... Uh, but um, what else? The, your thirty seconds is up. Oh, the machines are um like always free then, so you can get in what you need done. It's not like True. the afternoon when you got to deal with all the, you know, the the Arvo crowd, the broccoli heads, the broccoli heads, <laughs> the old roid ragers, the O heads. Um, what else? What else is good? Oh yeah, you you start your day with it, so you can prioritize it as well. I find That's a great way to I start can your get day. up and you know like like starting a workout. With an exercise you want to focus on, you start your day with what you want to focus on, which exactly. is the gym. So love it. Um, yeah, big Sequencing. dub, big dub. Uh, I've been taking some pre though. However, I don't know if I'd be getting there so eagerly and like hey hey like haha um, without a bit of bit of stimulation because yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. I, I don't I don't know if you're going at that time six a.m. with Lewis. nothing insane like insane Lewis Lewis what that's just so. You need a better man. You need a stronger mentality. No, no, you no. need to start training your brain. No, I don't. Um, yeah, you do. I don't. I don't. Pre- um, it's just like not that great. Sorry. But uh, one thing I will say, no pre-gang. that it is important. Then, if you are training at that time, is you have to be getting good sleep because, well, and you have to be getting to bed at the right time. Otherwise, it's gonna fuck your whole sleep day. Sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene. Yes. Oh, I've been having just a quick. Pre-workout review for you guys. <gasps> Quick intermission. Yes. Boom, ready? This will be in a minute. Yeah. I've been having new, or not new, the Seabum uh, pre-workout, the Thavage, Thavage or whatever, three the three-peat flavor. First things first, it is the most overrated thing I think there is out there fitness-wise um, because I got it half price at 50 bucks, or just shy of 60, I think, and I still think I paid too much for it. How he, how, how dare you, see bum? Right, this is an. Ad, I'm addressing you directly here. How can you sit there and charge people 110, 110 dollars for a pre-workout? Right, I don't think any other pre-workout is that expensive or hits triple digits when it's so mid. It's mid. The only thing I like in it is that double scooping, it's only about 260 milligrams of caffeine. I'm not having enough caffeine to put down like an elephant or something, you know. I am I, actually having a bit less and enough of a stimulant feeling. I'm like, okay, I can get to the gym in the morning. But otherwise with performance, it's pretty mid. Performance-wise, it's not a good pre. Pump-wise, yeah, I can see what everyone goes on about. But who gives a fuck, you know? Who cares? Like, it's it's cool, I do like it for that regard, but even the first couple of sessions I had at the pump was mid anyway. It wasn't it wasn't nothing to rave on about, but it's 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 gonna I'm gonna finish the tub, obviously, you know. I'm gonna get my money's worth out of it, but pretty mid, not gonna lie, disappointed C bum. But yeah. Right. Uh, Easy fixes just don't waste your money no, on pre. No, no. Just get <laughs> yes. get get something like a just a better pre, you know? Just not, <sighs> not a C bum pre. He's out to pickpocket your wallet so 
Anyway. Bold. Did we want to discuss what we did on Saturday? What we did on the weekend. What we did on Saturday. We, we do want to discuss We this. do, we do. So, on Saturday, we got invited to... What is it? Hunter, Hunter Performance, Performance Centre. Sorry, sorry. So, yeah, we got invited to a Hunter Performance Centre, ran and owned by Sir Aiden Potts himself. Oh, big up, <laughs> Sir Aiden Potts. No, he sent um, uh, sent me a DM on Instagram because he's the king of networking. Yeah, so sent me a message, said he really likes networking and invited us down to his gym in Cardiff, Hunter Performance Centre. We invited you, but I tagged He invited me, but yeah. I said, I'm actually not going anywhere unless Lewis comes. And he goes, oh my God, that's totally fine. For an SBD assessment, wasn't For an it? SBD, that's what he called it. Squat Bench Deadlift Assessment. Um, so we went there and it was a great gym. He's like very successful, set it up all himself, mm-hmm. mainly powerlifting focused. Yeah. So obviously looking at your three big lifts, he invited us down just to, you know, s- do an assessment on us and hopefully explain some things that we can take uh, take away and talked a bit about coaching and whatnot. So it was really helpful. It was very, very mm. insightful. Very insightful. So yeah, Lewis and I... Uh, for the first time in a while, actually hit a hit, hit the three compounds. Personally, I don't think I've ever... What's happened? 2024? Yeah, I don't think I've Jeez. ever really incorporated the three compounds in to a program for myself. Yeah, he was pretty shocked, I think, to learn that we didn't do any of the three. Yeah. Like... Um, but it was good. No... We weren't obviously pushing any one RMs or anything. We were just looking at how to how, how we could effectively like maneuver our body under a barbell yeah. based on our anatomy. And it was really interesting. Yeah, it was, it was insightful. He got me to sumo deadlift. I feel I still feel disgusting from having done that. I feel like a fraud, like a cheat. I feel like I've I overrun an apology because. We sat here only months ago saying how, well, at least I was, I think you were defending them, yeah. that sumo is cheating. But, like, he explained he explained sort of um, that it just suits people with, like, longer legs and shorter torsos opposed to doing it conventionally. Um, like, anatomy-wise, yeah, like, I can definitely understand uh, his reasonings for why it isn't. I mean, it's accepted in competition, so... I guess it, it, it flies. It so, flies, Lewis had to take the L. So, I had, to, I had to sumo and I felt I felt disgusting. No, I actually didn't. I felt, felt pretty all right. Like, it was good. It was weird though. I was worried I was going to drop the weight on my toes. That's how far out my feet were. I felt felt bizarre. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting to – I haven't deadlifted in a long time. Um, I know I squatted not too long ago. I never deadlifted. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and, yeah, you did. And benched not – like about a year ago, I haven't benched in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they were they were they were, it was it was interesting, and everyone there is really lovely as well. Such That's what I wanted cool to say as well. Like everyone is very supportive. Like we ended up doing a bit of a session afterwards. Like he let us use the oh, gym and stuff. Sickest and gym. They have some. They have oh, they have fucking. So obviously they have calibrated plates, which are those like red, green, blue, like yellow plates. Just the, like the metal the plates. Thin metal plates, powerlifting plates. But he also has like the old school, like just just metal plates. I've never been to a gym with metal plates, and it's like, oh, they're so like just crisp. They they're 
they're a hassle to, to carry though because they're yeah. fucking heavy but, like because um, they're legit that weight but um, great lighting mm, amazing mm. had access to tripods we could even use oh, a camera yeah, if we yeah. wanted to because they're big on like filming and yeah, stuff yeah everyone was filming it was just like such a good vibe so supportive yeah very it inclusive was such a good vibe I think he's looking at expanding in the future which would be super cool just to make it a little bit more like commercial in the sense that he'll add some more machines and yeah. stuff in because they're like i guess if you were to train if you're if your training is based around hypertrophy uh probably not the best place they don't have they don't have a train. lot outside of like uh like obviously it's powerlifting focus so yeah they have dumbbells they have a, a fair few they still have they've, a few machines i guess stuff. they've got like, I hit a pretty good leg day. They just don't, yeah, but, like, good upper luck body, hitting like an back, upper body a back, day. Yeah. A back day or something, yeah, okay. But, um, no, it was really, really cool. And it was super interesting to look at how we moved under a bar. So, like, my squat was so... It wasn't really, but, like, I wasn't surprised by what he told me about, like, my body and how I need to maneuver myself to squat better and whatnot because... I'm just like super long and like long torso, long arms, long legs. So yeah. I've just got like a lot. Slender woman over Yeah, here. I've just got like a lot of length to try and coordinate. So it's just good to know, I guess, as a coach as well, to be able to look at somebody and go, right, well, we know that this will work for you and this won't work for you because yeah. of your anatomy. It was just super insightful. Yeah. I, lo- I love that sort of like, I like when you can put a wire to something. Yeah. Um, and he was really good at that. Yeah, true. So. He was, and he was good with like, he was happy you were asking like heaps of questions and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I felt so annoying. Um, <laughs> no, but um, there it's, yeah, it's, it's like exactly when we've sat here and described like how we'd want a gym to be, it's like the furthest from a, like a commercial gym you could have it. And it's so good for that. The yes. lighting is like made so that it's good. Oh, like, so good. Um, just the aesthetic of it. Like, there's just yeah tripods. Oh my to god! Use. And it's dog friendly. So oh, there's just these friendly. big fat like dogs just lounging around the place. Like yeah. you walk walk around and there's just a big puppy there, and it's like oh, it's yeah. so good. If you if you if you if you sitting there like oh dogs in the gym or tripods oh, and stuff, no. you take life too serious. All right, yeah, literally. chill out. Right? You know, I went back to the normal gym today anytime and i was just like you oh. it was just like <laughs> yeah. such a big sigh moment i was like oh, no surely s- not no what like sigh moment is in what though as in like like damn i'm back here <laughs> like that's that's what i was just memeing then i'm like oh ew <laughs> yuck we're gonna go to this Pelvo gym. Yeah. No, wait. Why? I'm confused. Why you're laughing? Why? Why? Why did because you? Because Why are you making it sound like bad? Returning to the gym for? No, returning to any time because the lighting oh, is. No, because what are you talking about? The lighting's just like so shit. Like you oh, just true. get so washed out when you stand oh, in some spots. Speaking of the lighting, the roofs have has been fallen down at oh, our gym. Literally, it rains. Hit by a we light. get rained on on the inside. No, no, that no, happened no once, that's that totally fine. No, no, no. But it's just like, and then you know that you're in the gym with people who just have. Like they just don't like you filming content and well, stuff. See, it's it's some people don't. I uh, no, I will say do. this. I have filmed in there before, and everyone is just so lovely. But like, it's just like in the back of your mind, you know that there's people there that are judging you because oh, who gives a 
fuck. No, what I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Like, did you not find the vibe so much more comfortable at yeah, oh, Aiden's yeah, yeah, gym? yeah, yeah. That's what film. I'm saying. Yeah. You walk back in any time and it's like, wow, this really is just a big fat commercial gym. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, there's no, you can tell that, that not a whole lot of like intricate thought has been put into it. Yeah. In terms of like the lighting and. Just like shit, like just little stuff. I'm not sitting here whinging because I love my gym, but you can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's 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 inclusive in that regard. Um, yeah, they're also opening. I think like they're gonna get like a sauna room and like an ice bath and like a recovery, like just a recovery part, like center to it, um, which will be. Again, cool. And I think he also, we, we mentioned to him uh, that hopefully we might get him on the podcast for an episode in the future. Um, but uh, he mentioned they must have their own podcasts, I yes, think. Yes, damn um, it. We should have found the name out to shout it out. Uh, oh, it's just through the Hunter Performance Center. I think they, they had certain names because there's all different ones. But um, they were thinking of getting like a media room or something, mm, like a yeah. podcast room as well. And I was like, wow, you know, like, fuck, it'd just be so nice because, yeah, because obviously we're still in Grace's bedroom, uh, but we, it's not too long now, okay? I'm, I think two weeks and we'll be back at the uni, so, but anyway, yeah, that was what happened on Saturday, that's what went down, so if you saw our, like, video that we posted yeah. and you were like, whoa, like, they're hypocrites, <laughs> no, you were like, no, no, we're not no, hypocrites, well, look, you were it, like, whoa, they're It definitely squatting. got our brains working, I think. Well, I know my brain's been, like, in overdrive since going oh, there. Oh, my gosh. It's like, holy shit. It was, like, information overload. But in the sense that, like, Aiden just was so fucking clued on and yeah. could give a reason behind everything. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, shit. Like, I really, really want to be able to do that. And obviously, that comes with experience and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah I've just been spending, like, the past couple of days, like... <sighs> Trying to research shit and reading over papers and I'm just like overwhelming myself with information yeah, and it's just Grace needs to take a step back. I, I just think. need to chill out and um, yeah, it comes with time. Yeah. But. Well that's what you wanted to, your research has led you to wanting to discuss something today. Yeah, no, well it was funny though, because like he when we were at the gym, we sort of told him that we do hypertrophy training and like optimal lifting and stuff. Uh, in terms of like we train with stability like as a real main focus of our lifts and he was sort of like not against it but he had a different opinion on it so it led me to want to talk today and give our thoughts on training with stable movements versus unstable movements and like what you might think about that and why we why we train, how we train. So this is this is sort of what we went over last night a little bit, was it? Or sort of. Well, like we were talking more about mobility. <laughs> mobility, yeah, last true. Night, so. Um, so wait, what? What's what's the like? What's your take on it though? So my from the research, where have you led yourself? Right. So my educated take on it is that the more stable the movement, the better the hypertrophy gains. So if your sole goal is to train for hypertrophy, which is building muscle and building an aesthetic physique, yeah. I think that you should be training as stable as you can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um 
should I like explain what? Yeah, elaborate more on it. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. So the reason why we train with such a high degree of stability in our movements is because the more unstable the movement, so for example, like a squat, a barbell back squat, it means you're going to recruit more motor units from antagonist and stabilizing muscles, which means you're going to be recruiting less motor units from the agonist muscle or the target muscle that you're trying to train. Yes. So that's going to lead to like, I guess, overall like fatigue a bit more. It's going to add to fatigue. You're not going to be able to load the muscle you want as effectively. You're not going to isolate it as well. You're not going to isolate the muscle and be able to load it like heavy to just target and recruit those motor units in the target muscle. Yeah. If you're adding things that contribute to instability. And I was sort of talking to Lewis about it because I was like, well, why don't we train like unstable movements? Aren't training unstable movements like good for you because you are bringing in those stabilizing muscles that you might not be when you are training hypertrophy but then i guess if you're doing a well-rounded effective program that really hits every muscle you should be working all of those stabilizing muscles anyway like an example of a stabilizer would be your glute med For example, say if you were doing a Bulgarian split squat, that's stabilizing you throughout that movement. Whereas you could instead not do a Bulgarian split squat and do a single leg leg press. However, that just means that you will have to hit your glute med at another point in your workout to make sure that you are hitting it. But I just think that, yeah, if your program's well-rounded – you should be hitting all your muscles anyway, but yeah. you're just hitting them in a manner that is less fatiguing and more isolating to produce more gains. Yeah, it depends what your goals are too, I feel like. Yeah, well, this if is it's, like... If it's hypertrophy speaking... Yeah, this is hypertrophy. Stability is king, essentially. <clears throat> um, uh, like, obviously, from a strength aspect, I guess it is a little bit more... Uh, not irrelevant, but it's, it's uh, less important, we'll say. Yeah, well, everything you've said, I'm, yeah, in agreement with. Like, that, that's what I tried to explain to you last night. You know all the muscles in the body sort of a thing. Like, yeah. people think that there's, uh, I think, don't know just basic sort of muscular anatomy anyway of the body and think that there's, like, all these other little, when people say stabilizer muscles and agonists and stuff like that, um, especially, like, stabilizers, you're sitting there thinking of, like, around your joint there's all these tiny little fucking muscles that like get worked that you don't know the names of or don't know that if they're not worked and other muscles are worked ahead of them then oh that's going to cause an injury down the line that's just not no that's just it just when you isolate a muscle like in itself when you do a movement that isolates it yes you will just be targeting majority of that but there's like even isolation movements like when when you're stable and doing like a for instance like a um when you do like a hack squat, that's still working all of your quad. It's going to be working 
different parts of it because the load is more in the uh, stretched position, the um, the eccentric portion of the movement, opposed to like a leg extension where the load is sat at the concentric portion. But it's still hitting your quad overall. Like, So it's not as specific as like that. But you don't have to target like each muscle head yes, or muscle body. Yeah. Like for instance, when it comes to biceps, there used to be a school of thought, and I know I used to do it too, where you separately train short and long head of the biceps. But that has since like been just made redundant in that I don't know exactly why, whether or not it's just a small enough of a muscle where activation just occurs in both heads, but that's what I would think it would be that it's pointless and literally like you can't you can't single out one of those like heads of the bicep so i used to do like uh i i used to turn my arms out 45 degrees and i would do like a just like a, a sat like bicep curl that was long head bias but it's just not no it's just you're far better off doing just a curl overall instead of like a shitty like like long head bias thing. So, um, but then why do you do tricep? Why do you bias your tricep heads then? Is because, it you, because I think I think you actually there that you can. Yeah, I think it's that's just for biceps as a whole. But anyway, I'm getting a bit off track because we're not talking prior uh, like primarily about isolation. You're more that's talking about stability. So yeah, okay. Um, what are you about? So saying? do you think that like from a strength perspective? Training unstable movements is better. See, I don't know enough about strength training on its own, like powerlifting and stuff. Because I'd 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 say so. I'd say I'd say yes. But people who strength train are normally like, unless you're a powerlifter, like, and you're just doing those three lifts for the purpose of doing those three lifts. When people strength train, it's normally to translate to like a, a sport or something like a, like a, a functional part of their life, whether that's like a sport or something like, um, I know a lot of rugby league players bench press because like if they get, you know, like any sort of like, um, like pushing movement where they're stronger in is better for like things like when they come in and, you know, they're, they're stronger with the fend or something. I guess something then, yeah, like, it just depends what you're training for. Yes. And like if you're training to do powerlifting, obviously you want to hit all of the like agonist, antagonist, synergist muscles in those three lifts. So obviously it makes sense that you're going to train the three lifts. And yeah, because it's more functional too. Yeah, and I guess it makes sense if you're an athlete mm. to train, as you said, like bench press because then it translates over to the sport. You'll focus more on the the movement yes. than the muscle essentially. Yeah. Like that's what really, I guess, separates strength training from like hypertrophy training. Yeah. It's hard because sometimes you're like you're especially if you train like intensely now you feel like you're training for strength, but it's but you're not, not actually like it, it, if you're taking the the rep controlled and slow and you're you're prioritizing stable isolating movements over it that's hypertrophy mm. training. I would say that for like the general population in the gym, what they're trying to do is train for hypertrophy. Yeah, yeah. Like the general population. I don't think like at the gym we to go to, for example, there's too many people that are athletes. Like there's a few, obviously. But I think the general population is training for hypertrophy 
And if you want to do that, I think that there should be an emphasis on doing stable movements. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, look, if you enjoy doing unstable movements, oh, obviously, as well, yes. Like for enjoyment's sake, enjoyment, enjoyment, enjoyment. Do if 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 you enjoy it, do whatever you want. But like we're talking like like yeah, factual, yeah, fa- like science. factually, yeah. Um, but I so I get that in that regard. Like you see a lot of um, uh, they're normally younger. Mostly just well, we'll just say younger people when they start the gym prioritize like a, a squat bench deadlift and like getting stronger on those movements, and they prioritize like uh, overloading those movements, starting their lifts with those movements, getting bigger and stronger in them because they correlate that more to not necessarily their strength increasing, but them getting bigger overall in terms of like hypertrophy. And the funny thing is, is that I think a lot of the time why Squat bench and deadlift aren't necessarily written off as like made really redundant is because you see a lot of these beginners squat bench and deadlift and they grow regardless and people then put that down to, yeah, oh my God, like they, well, they, they do work and I'm not saying they don't, they do, they do work. There's just more effective ways to do There's it. There's more effective ways to do it, but you're like, it's, it's like, it's like if you did a study on like a group of new lifters, you give them any form of muscle stimulus, they're going to grow exactly because they've not ever been exposed to something like that. The muscle's new, it's fresh, like do you, you grow regardless. So. Do you think that for a beginner, it is beneficial for them to come in and do those unstable movements like squat, bench and deadlift to get their body like used to it and like no, get those no, other muscles. N- no, no. I actually think it's really backwards. It's like be- you should you should work towards if you want to do those three movements, doing them when you are more experienced. Yeah. Because like form is something you should prioritize. They're the three because of how unstable that they are. are the most dangerous. That are the, not that well, they can be made dangerous definitely, but they're the most difficult to master. Like yeah. the form of. Sorry, dangerous probably wasn't the right. No, word. They're, they're, <laughs> the, they're the most difficult. <laughs> they uh, are. They're tricky with with form because especially when you if you go online and try and look up how to bench press properly, you'll get a hundred different videos telling you a hundred different ways to bench. And you'll sit there and go, well, it's just, I don't know how to bench. Well, it's a thing that we learned on the weekend. They're so, those movements are so individualized in that your technique might be, like, it's different down to the person. Yeah. There's no one size fits all for those three movements. So, no. I think I agree in that you probably shouldn't be starting out with those movements at all. You need to, I guess, master, like, the fundamentals yeah. first. But they're more inclined for strength purposes anyway because that's why when you see powerlifters, for instance, bench, they've got such arched backs and stuff. You go and take that form to someone who's like, uh, you know, a, we'll just say a bodybuilder, they'd be like w- like bewildered at your back arch and be like, why is it not flat on the bench? Yeah. You know what I mean? And. You could sit there and be like, there's an optimal way to do the bench for muscle sake, like for hypertrophy sake. But there's also and there's an also a not optimal way to do it, like or an optimal way to do it for strength. strength. Yeah. And, and that's true in terms of there's an optimal way to do it for strength, which is with an excessive arch and like the way that they do it. They have that down completely, like perfectly. Whether or not you want to sit there and say like it's dangerous or it's a half rep or something, whatever, that's just powerlifting. So I'm not going to knock that. 
But when it's the people that sit there and go, oh, there's better ways to do it for hypertrophy's sake, I guess, but there's better things to do, for instance, than a bench press for your chest yeah, anyway, for yeah. hypertrophy's sake. That's where this whole argument comes in. But yeah, uh, it's funny that. I, I find that funny that like it's it's such a... Because they're just the three niche big like things they're that everyone knows. They're just the knows. three. It's, you think it, you go into the outside world... And you say, name me three movements that people do in the gym. That's the first three that they'll yeah. name. Well, and it's also because they're the most ego-driven too. No one cares about how much you can leg press, leg yeah, extension. Yeah. No, no one gives a fuck. No, only, people only care how much you squat or how much you bench or it, dead. That's, like, yeah, just because of the instability of the movement. It, because they are difficult. So, yes. and But so there, yeah, that's fine and that can be a flex, but you have to realize there's a separation from – Strength training to hypertrophy training. Like, if you want a good, strong squat, bench, and deadlift, like, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be as good, uh, grow as much as you would if you prioritized other things over those. So, uh, there's definitely, like, stability is very important. And, uh, yeah, it's just funny how, if anything, newer lifters should prioritize using the machines and stuff like that because... It's hard to fuck them up with with bad form. You still can. Yeah, you but, still can. But um, they're much easier to use, much more user-friendly. But in what world did we come to where it's like, oh, you get to a certain point, it's like, no, now I have to go make it harder on myself. Like, why? Like, if it is stable, you can focus more on the muscle. Like, that's all it needs to be. You don't have to go, oh, well, now, you know, I'm going to make everything more unstable because I'm more experienced and I understand the concepts of form and yeah. stuff like that. You can do that if you want, but that's not necessarily beneficial for yeah. hypertrophy. Like Look, if you want to train for strength, do it. If You still can get – obviously, as Lewis has already said, you can still get gains from the three lifts. There's just better ways to go about it. Yeah. Like you don't have to do that. You can get the same gains possibly quicker doing – stable movements yeah and like grace said at the start like when you do a compound movement they recruit more motor units to the muscles being worked but that's shared across several muscles not just you know like a bench is for instance it's not just shared in your chest it's shared across your shoulders your back like uh your triceps like it's everywhere yeah any muscle that's like lengthening or any muscle that's stabilizing any muscle, all the muscles that are contracting, so all of them. Just picture all the muscles that could potentially have some form of movement to support the bench or the squat or the deadlift. Yeah, they're getting the brain sending signals to recruit motor units. Yeah, which I mean, like great if you want to get strong in those lifts, but you want all the motor units to be recruited to the the target muscle the muscle you're trying to build yeah yeah it's it's just like with anything if you want to focus on like like learning something new for instance why would you not like why would you delve into like say you wanted to learn a new uh like well i don't know how to put this into like a like a simile or a metaphor it's like so i have one i have one okay so so say you want to learn about riding horses right yeah you want to pick the one discipline 
in riding horses and master that. You don't want to be like, I'm going to ride horses. I'm going to learn how to do dressage. I'm also going to learn how to camp drive. Yeah, and I'm go. also going to learn how to do reining. Yeah. And then I'm also going to learn how to do um, show riding. It's yeah. like, no, pick your niche and stick with it in that the, it can be the same as in the gym. Pick your muscle that you're working and just work that one. Wow. That's, that was perfectly said. I think that's like the best like the best metaphor I've, for that. The best that, I've that whole, ever articulated a sentence yeah, in I my think, life. Hang on. We'll give Grace actually a round of applause for that because that was, that was a really good, <laughs> really good. Uh, well, is that a metaphor? Yeah, metaphor. Yes. Yeah. Or, uh, no, it's an anecdote, isn't an it? Anec- no, an anecdote's a story. A story. Okay, no, it's not an anecdote. It's a, a metaphor. metaphor. Wow. Thank you. That was actually really well put. So there you go. It's like horse riding. Um, so yeah, what Grace said. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like we sound like really repetitive sometimes because I feel like we we talk about oh, this. Oh, sorry, heaps. we've no, probably no, no, talked no. about it. No, 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 no. But it's just it's funny that like it's just regardless of how much you talk about it, there's still going to be people out there that don't know it. Like that's one big reason I thought like online coaching was a fad that was soon going to like die out because I'm like, surely people are educated enough now with the fucking platforms they have for free to learn about fitness themselves that they wouldn't invest in someone doing it. But no, but then it's It's like, there's literally always people out there that are clueless. Like, yeah. And it's just a thing of like, we're actually probably like, we might think that everyone should think like this, but we're like so into it. Mm. They're just like the average person that goes to the gym might not be as invested as we are. I, I, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, like, I, that's one thing. So, sign up to my online yeah. coaching. <laughs> link in bio. So, link in bio, nutrition training and premium online coaching. I am, sorry, this is very much so a quick. No, yeah, yeah, soundtrack. quick promo. I am This very week's much episode is sponsored by Grace Liana Fitness Very coaching. much into the why behind we lift and I'm constantly trying to learn new things and apply it to you guys. So yeah, no matter who you are, no matter what level, come work with me and I will get you there effectively. We don't have to faff around in the gym like so many people do. We'll just get in there. I'll teach you and we can get it done Mm. and you can get your dream bod. So let's go. Yeah. One thing you need to know, I'm going to end on this, especially, um, it's going to be my final words for the like this yep. discussion. I wish, and I've said it before, that I knew what I knew now back when I started. I wish I didn't, well, I didn't waste time. Yep, same. But it still feels like it was time not spent improving yep. for the first, we'll say two years of me going to the gym. Yeah. I wish I knew what I knew now then because I feel like I would be so much better like way better off and have probably a far better physique than I do now if I had that time, that extra time. Because at the end of the day, when you when you are like natural and you're a natural lifter, it ends up being what separates you from someone else is just time and experience. That's right. Doing the right thing. So uh, that's why I wish I had yeah. really done this. Not It's been from the training that I do now – um, it's been not even a year yet. So like, mm. you know. Yeah, same. I've Yeah, literally. And it's like you see people on the internet and, you know, there might be a comment saying, how long have you been lifting for? And the person could be a natural, a natural lifter and they'll be like, oh, 
like two years and they look amazing and it's because they have implemented these principles from the start whereas we didn't because this information wasn't just like readily available for us like yeah. it's all sort of new it's the same way you might look at someone that's been working out for five years and you've been working out for two three years less than them and you go i feel like i look better than them well it's probably because they didn't like you know the first few years were very much experimental, experimental yeah so yeah. Yeah, you, the sooner you, you just zone in on it and on what's right, right, and what is the most beneficial for you to grow in the gym, the sooner you're going to be gonna grow. a year will go past and you'll go, wow, yeah. I'm so much different. Another year, I'm still bigger. Like, it's just, it'll keep yeah, going. That's, and that's really what I implement with my clients is yeah. this style of training to really get the most out of it in the most effective time efficient and enjoyable way yeah um, um so yeah yeah and if you need a coach obviously there's grace um but if you like the process of learning things and figuring things out for yourself then do it um but like learn obviously you need to know if you're going to do that like i did there's a lot you're gonna to learn yeah you there's a lot to learn but you also may find that you you know go down the wrong path a couple of times, but that's part of learning. So it's more rewarding, I feel like, in the end. But no, obviously, I'm saying coaching's still good. Like, I'm not saying it's shit and if you go coaching, you're weak, but you're not. You're not. I'm not saying that no, at all. people have busy lives yeah, and yes. having a coach like me will yes. make your life so and much fucking easier. not everyone easier. wants to be, you know, a, a bodybuilder anyway. So, they just want to look good. So, But I if you want to look great and still live your life yes. and just not have to worry yes. about making fitness and health your everything have me as your She'll coach do it for you. She'll do yes, it for you. i'll do all the hard work the hard yakka for you all you have all to the hard do, yakka all you have to do is listen to what i'm saying and do it yes all righty we're gonna leave you guys on that we're gonna go watch maths yes we need to go watch maths the dinner party's already the started dinner party's on we've missed some serious juicy drama. we love you all um and we will catch you guys next week no, it's still a couple weeks till we get the room. We'll but that's right. We'll soon. catch you guys next week for another one. We love you all and good night. Good night. Ciao.